now. We welcome to the bunker a very longtime friend of ours, Al Murray, the assistant general manager of the Tampa Bay Lightning. Your Lightning won last night, Al. How about that? Hockey is the toughest sport for the top team to win the championship. Because we really have had high expectations for about five years now. We've been to uh, one Stanley Cup final. We've been to two other uh, Eastern Conference finals. And I think that's the expectation of everybody in the organization. And uh, anything less than Stanley Cup will be disappointing for us this year. This is the Rod Peterson Show. How about that? Way to go, boys. Al Murray saying anything less of a Stanley Cup for the Lightning. <clears throat> anything less would be uncivilized. And they did it last night. Back-to-back winners. Hi, and now. Welcome to the RP Show on this Thursday Canada's daytime sports talk show is on the air. Hello to all of Canada and our friends south of the border, Canadian sports fans around the world. It is episode number 521 and another day without the moose. No moose in here today, but we're going to bring him in virtually. You want to bring him in now, guys? Do you mind? We got the moose. He's, oh, he hasn't called in yet. What the hell? What's wrong with him? He is at the golf course again, although they, they tell me that it's been delayed. It's raining out there in Swifty. And so they're delayed. He's caddying in a tournament, and Moose is going to be joining us here for the warm-up for Ecold Electric in mere moments. But I can handle it. Coming up on the program today, I'm still sweating. My earpiece is falling out of my ear. Um, coming up on the program today, Everett Fitzhugh. He is the radio voice of the NHL Seattle Kraken. We'll be talking some hockey with him. Sportsnet's Sir Rashford, and he's got some thoughts on the CFL-XFL breakup yesterday. And uh, a special guest coming up in hour two, which we will wait until hour two to divulge. But as we bring in the moose in a moment, let's get to the quick six show topics, please. If you don't mind. Listen, all anybody wants to talk about is Kucherov and then postgame news conference. But hang on. Last night, the Tampa Bay Lightning, as I mentioned off the top of the show, won the Stanley Cup. Their second consecutive, they beat the Montreal Canadiens 1-0 at Amelie Arena. And I, I was a little surprised because my phone was going off all night from my buds saying this is a boring game. It sucks. All the playoffs suck. It's boring. And I'm like, what, what are you guys talking about? This is 0-0 and it beats any soccer game that I could watch at 0-0, which nobody really argued with that. Um, I was not finding it boring at all. Like, 5-1, Tampa's boring. Not 0-0, one Any shot could tie it, you know. To me, hockey is like pizza. It's all good. Some's just better than the others. How about you know that? what I mean? Yeah, there you go. Write it down. Hockey's like pizza. It's all good. Some's just better than the others. So kudos to the Tampa Bay Lightning. They're worthy champions, obviously. And I've been talking to a lot of Hab fans today that are very upset and... <clears throat> The fans saying Montreal could have won the game, uh, this, this series, and they could have. The backbreaker was game two, the goal allowed in the final minute of the second period by Montreal. Just, it's like Mark andre Fleury's gaffe blew the series for Vegas. Truth hurts. Um, the late goal in period two of game two killed Montreal. It is what it is. And before we get to Kucherov, let's bring in the Moose now. And uh, I, I enjoyed your tweets last night, Moose, as the game went along because... <laughs> You were saying, basically, what'd you say? They don't need shots. It's okay. Just keep going. And then you're like, well, they're going to need shots. They're going <laughs> like to need at least a goal, right? They're going to need at least a goal. I mean, Tampa Bay had, had control of that game last night. 0-0, one nothing or not. They, they were in charge. 
Yeah, they were. I mean, Montreal had a few chances, and when they did, Vasilevsky was there. But you know, this was this was Tampa. Tampa won. You know, was was the better team. The better team won. They were deeper throughout the lineup. I mean, what a run for for the Habs, and and it was so much fun to watch. I talked about, you know, I said it was tremendous hockey, and and there was a lot of people saying it's boring. There's no scoring, and and that's not really what I mean. I mean, you know, this whole playoffs, you never knew what was going to happen. No lead was safe. You know, you looked at the final minute of games, whether it was Marc-Andre Fleury, what was the Canadians coming back, scoring late, you know, winning games in overtime. There was so much uncertainty, and that's what makes hockey fun. So it was a lot of fun. But, yeah, Tampa was in control of this game from start to finish last night. They're the best team in the NHL. They got the cup to prove it, back-to-back. Monty, yeah. by the way, is watching in Saskatoon. He says, get over it, please. Hockey is over. Hey, 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 Monty. We do the talking, you do the watching. If you don't want to talk hockey, turn it off and go outside. Point two. I got three points on the, on the Tampa win. Tampa Mayor Jane Castor. Turns out she's Nostradamus. <laughs> You're loving that, eh? She called it. I know. Let's go to Montreal and lose and then come home and win game five so we can celebrate at home. And now nobody's snickering anymore. She nailed it. I'm going to move on to point three. So Nikita Kucherov, everybody's talking about Kucherov last night. After the game, did you see it, folks? The Russian for Tampa Bay, uh, tarp off, beer beer at the podium, and he starts ripping Montreal fans for thinking that they won the Stanley Cup just because they won game four. And what do you say? Did you see the clip, Darren? You obviously saw the clip. He was like, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? I would just like to let fans. I would just like to let the record show who was the first to say Montreal Canadiens fans are annoying. (laughs) This guy. So, and they know it. They know that they are. They don't care. What did I say to you, Darren, in Montreal? These people love their team in Montreal more than the football fans of Saskatchewan. And that's the truth. Don't at me. They're a little annoying. I think they know that they're annoying, but... Kucherov clearly doesn't care that he's ticked off a lot of people. They go up and down more than any other fan base I've ever seen. Right after a loss, even in the Stanley Cup, uh, Habs fans were saying we can't bring Ducharme back. He was the bad luck charm. Keep Richardson as the coach. Uh, All these changes that need to be made. And then when they win, he's the best coach. And Bergevin should have been GM of the year. But they love their team. There's no doubt about it that they love their team as much or more than any other fan base. Um, but yeah, wild. And for Kucherov to come out and say that, he's like, did you see the fans in Montreal? They thought they won the Stanley Cup when they won last game. So it was pretty wild and for him to say that after a win. But yeah, you know, sleeveless or shirtless with the beer. He looked like Jeff Shatler at the podium after the rush <laughs> won the uh, NLL championship. Uh, it was great. I think by and large, people are more so laughing at what Kucherov said about Montreal fans. Nobody's overly mad. I don't even think Montreal fans are necessarily mad. I think we all find it refreshing. Wonder Baracko here, Rocco, our technical producer, said it's nice and refreshing to not have suited and booted post-game interviews, right? So he was honest. I agree. Um, yeah, so... Montreal fans make no apologies, but let's just remember there's a distinct separation between the fan base and the team, okay? Well, I said Canadians fans can be uh, annoying. I'm not saying the Montreal Canadiens are annoying. It's just they immediately think that they're going to win the Stanley Cup, and they almost did. They made it to the final. So, so kudos to them. 
Um, point four NBA Finals uh, game two goes tonight. By the way, it's the Suns home to the Milwaukee Bucks, 7 p.m. tip-off mountain. Uh, point five, there are two games in the CEBL tonight. Got to point this out. The Saskatchewan Rattlers home to the Edmonton Stingers. And the Niagara River Lions are at the Fraser Valley Bandits. That's the Canadian Elite Basketball League. You can watch, you can watch the games on CBC Gem or Twitch and live Saturday afternoons on the CBC Main Network. And then point six, CFL, XFL, leftovers, moose, and any topics that you may want to talk about off of that or the CFL. Um, it went away pretty fast after the CFL made that announcement yesterday. Wouldn't you say that they're no longer talking to the XFL? There's been a little bit of fighting back and forth. But it happened just before we went to air yesterday. So we didn't have a ton of time to digest what this means. I still think that it doesn't make the CFL look overly good. Um, people really like your analysis, analysis of this where you said it doesn't necessarily mean they won't revisit it later. I guess I'd be a little disappointed if they did. Do you think they're going to revisit this next winter? You're hearing that a lot from media types across this country that th- th- this isn't dead. What do you think? Yeah, it's not. Yeah, I don't think it's dead. I think it would be silly if they didn't revisit it. I think, you know, we want the CFL to change, right? Or not necessarily to change, but to grow and find better business practices, right? So if they're not exploring it, then what are they doing? So I think of something I read a long time ago, and I think it was Warren Buffett's investing philosophy. He would invest his his money in eight to 10 different things with the hope that one will go big and pay for all of them. You're not going to make it on all of them. So when you think about all the media types and, and the commentary on social media saying, well, if this didn't happen, big waste of time. They should have been spending this time at home working on the business model. Well, having these conversations was them exploring a possibility. They need to explore six, seven, eight possibilities, and one will be good enough that it'll save the league and make up for all the time spent on the others. So any time that they spend exploring something that's going to make the league better, I'm here for that. I've got time for that. So if this was something they thought might have made the league better and they explored it, great. If it didn't work out, perfect. They didn't see it as a a solution to move forward. So now what's next? So it can only be positive that they're looking at different ways to grow the league. I think the thing that annoyed me out of it all was the people that were writing me after the fact and last night going, na-na-na-na-na, you said it's going to happen. And I'm like, how can I predict what the CFL is going to do when they don't even know what they're going to do? How could I sit here? I'm hearing from all kinds of people about where this was going. They can't get their ducks in a row. They don't know what they want. Other than to shelve XFL well, talk and concentrate on this season. Yeah, go ahead. Pretty easy for us to sit here and think why the XFL would be great. You know, they can bring the money, the marketing, that power, the brand. But the CFL can bring the game. And that's what we always talked about, this tradition and don't change the game. And, you know, we can bring this to the forefront. That might not have been on the table, right? We don't know what was going on in the boardrooms. And they haven't leaked any of that info. No. So. We don't know what was being discussed. If it was as easy as that, we'd have a deal done. But clearly, it's not that easy. Uh, Let's sprinkle in a few viewer comments here from Brady, who's texted the show and written it on Facebook. He says, hello, Darren and Rod. I'm watching the show while on the Saskatoon City bus on my way to work for 11 o'clock. Beep, beep. Congrats on the new job, Brady. We're very proud of you. Uh, from K-Dog, looking forward to Arash's appearance from what Farhan said. The talks did wake up the CFL to the opportunities it has, which can only be a good thing. Um, and that's the whole thing about reporting about what's going on. I'm, I'm over it. I'm ready for the games. Training camp's starting. Let's go. By the way, speaking of all of that, Coach Mike Davis, 
My good guy, Mike Davis. You know Mike, the former Hokie? Yep. He was the Argos D-line coach. He was the D-line coach in Saskatchewan, worked in personnel, and also coached the Nebraska Danger to four consecutive Arena Football League appearances. He, and won a couple, he tweeted here this morning, after six great years in the CFL with the Rough Riders and Argos, I am stepping aside to pursue other career opportunities. I want to thank Chris Jones for giving me my first opportunity in the CFL and pinball, Dinwiddie and Murph for bringing me to Toronto. Mike Davis, moving on. News forthcoming, film at 11. We know where it is, but that's not our story to tell. The warm-up's brought to you by Ecole Electric, your complete electrical distributor with locations in Regina, Esteban, Swift Current, Yorkton, and Moose Jaw, Saskatchewan. Ecole Electric, let's get to work. Ready for some text, Moose? I'm in. From the Metal Shingle Guy, Metal Shingle Guy writing on the Prairie Mobile text line, he says, well, I'm happy hockey is finished. Bring on football. No merger is disappointing. The thought of an 18-team league was too good to be true, I guess. Hope the CFL gets the support it needs to survive. Well, if you do it right, hockey season's never really over. You see, I got my Saints uh, shirt on today from the Alberta Junior Hockey League. I used to tape hockey games in the winter, Moose, on my VCR when I was a kid to watch in the summertime. Now I PVR them. Deb in Toronto. Yeah. (laughs) Deb in Toronto writes in. She said, I was with you, Rod. Thought Montreal had a better chance, but hey, there's a reason for everything. Just sometimes don't know why. Time to turn the page. Argos and Jays. There's a good Toronto gal. Wouldn't you say? Oh, yeah. Uh, from, from B in Lloyd Minster. The Kucherov presser. What a stud. How about that? How about that? <laughs> B in Lloyd Minster watching on uh, Game Plus television. Let's do another from Brady. Hey, Rod, it was a fun and enjoyable run. Nothing but pride today. They fought and battled to the very end and gave us Habs fans memories with our families to cherish for a lifetime. It's just the beginning for the Habs team. It really is, by the way. I mean, I saw Noodles McLennan saying that there's a lot of runway left for Andre Vasilevsky. He's only 26. There's still runway left for Carey Price. And didn't it get you in the fields last night watching him with his helmet up after they lost? And he didn't leave the ice, of course. Classy guy. Um, The poll question today is, can the Tampa Bay Lightning three-peat? Can slash will the Tampa Bay Lightning three-peat as NHL champions? And uh, last I looked, 70% plus on Twitter were saying, no, they can't. And it's the same on Facebook. No, they can't or won't. I guess, Moose, uh, to that. Forget about the Lightning for a minute. If we can just get, sorry, guys, get uh, Moose on for a quick minute. Where does Montreal go from here? They're pretty young-ish. They're great. I mean, I'm talking about Suzuki, Caulfield, Licorice Legs, Coke and Yemi. Remember that? Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> how could we forget? I think Montreal's, they're going to be good from here. They're not a flash in the pan, do you think? They're going to be okay. But let's not forget where they finished in the regular season. Let's also, I mean, I was reading an article in The Athletic and it was highlighting, you know, teams that reach the cup final and lose and the rarity that they get back there or are even competitive the following year. It's tough. Like we're talking about teams that reach the cup final and you lose. It's tough to make the playoffs the following year. So, you know, you go on this magical run and we talk about it all the time in hockey, climbing your mountain. What's your mountain, right? And for the Canadians, clearly they were 
you know, still climbing that mountain, but just couldn't get there. Was this it, right? You empty your tank and, you know, it's tough to keep that same focus and everything coming back the following year. Clearly Tampa was able to do it. It's going to be tough, but hey, there's a lot of good young pieces, you know, but they had the right mix, right? With Corey Perry and Shea Weber and that veteran group, Carey Price in goal. If, 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 the, if the mix is still there, they've got a really good opportunity, but you know, the future is definitely bright with the young stars in Montreal. There's no doubt about it. Moose, really appreciate you checking in. You're looking young. Enjoy. Uh, is this your last day in the Frontier City? It is. As long as the thunder showers don't get us, we'll be we'll be home tonight. Be safe and say uh, hey to all my friends in Swifty for me, and we'll see you tomorrow. See you tomorrow. Darren uh, Moose DuPont, the CEO of this entire outfit here. Just a couple of comments before we break. Uh, Jonathan Kinder is watching in Kansas City. He says, I have to wonder if the CFL will expand into America again. There are plenty of big cities near Canada that could host teams. I know the last time they expanded too far south. Who knows? I think most people are thinking they want the CFL to stay the way that it is. You wouldn't want change, of course, nor growth. Um, beep, 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 beep. From Jeff Kozak, he says, anything on the United States Football League? Absolutely nothing since they announced that they're coming back. And Tacona Powell, watching on YouTube in Winnipeg, and he's been on this for two solid days. He's like, Rod, do you think Saskatchewan can support two CFL teams with one in Saskatoon? I'm for CFL expansion. No. And you're from Winnipeg. Don't worry about it. They don't want another team in Saskatoon, from what I understand. They would like a National Hockey League team to play in their 15,000-seat facility. They would rather support the Saskatchewan Rough Riders than have a CFL team in their own backyard. Unless something's changed, that's always been my feeling on that. And I used to live there. We're going to go to Seattle next. Hang around, everybody. We'll continue the NHL talk. More of your uh, CFL, XFL questions. This has been the warm-up for E-Code Electric, and you're watching on the Game Plus TV network, YouTube, and Facebook Live, and 24-hour sports radio for Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com.